Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful. I'm Stephanie Webster. I'm a nutritional therapist based in Harley Street, London, specialising in extreme fat loss for busy executives and entrepreneurs. Being an entrepreneur myself, I like to find seamless solutions to health problems. And to help you with that mission today, I'm very excited to have Adrienne Voss, and she believes in Pilates, dance, health, and she's got this wonderful way of fusing them all together. Her website is dancehealthalliance.org.uk and danceandpilates.co.uk. So, hi, Adrian. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. So, Adrian, tell us about the importance of Pilates, dance, and health, and how you bring them all together with your two companies. First of all, I... I was a dancer, professional dancer, and I learned so many techniques. And during my dance career, I have been many times, I, I accumulated so many injuries. And that's how I found Pilates technique, because that time Pilates was not as popular as nowadays. So I have realized that nowadays people are doing either very harsh cardiovascular exercises, or they do just um, yoga or just relaxing techniques. And I found uh, the very small um, market for that, that people are not doing the both of them together. However, the Pilates and dance can be combined. And this is what I do. I teach dance improvisation, where we mainly improvise, which is very beneficial for the body. And we do the Pilates class, where we're strengthening the body to create even more uh, invigorating and more... Uh, dynamical dance classes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. And also you can help people who have excess weight, they start to lose weight, they start to get fitter. How can dance improve our health? Yes, exactly. Uh, dance is using the cardiovascular part, which is actually raising the heart rate up. And as soon as your heart rate is up, you're creating a lot of hormones, releasing a lot of hormones in the body and hopefully if you're using because during my dance class I try to use um, heat elements which is high intensity training elements that means that you're really up for 20 seconds really really uh, intensive work you do an intensive work then 20 20 seconds let's say you calm down the heart rate so we're working with this uh, mountain climbing and, and rolling down way so the body metabolism would be able to change. I don't really strictly believe that you have to always go running and that will change your metabolism because the body gets used to it. So the changing and the the diversity of the exercises, it's very important. First of all, if you do a cardio class, that's really important after that, that you strengthen. And Pilates classes, particularly, even Pilates was working with people who had excess fat on their body or they were a little bit obese. And he created specific exercises for those people. And, for example, rolling like a, a ball, that's one of the exercises uh, to have to, to shred the excess fat. However, he mentioned that you need to do a certain amount of those exercises, not overdo it, because muscle fatigue can improve, which is actually a toxic or poison for the body. If we combine both, it would be able to uh, you lose your excess fat. And however, and, and I think it's very important that you discuss it with your, your nutritionist therapist as well, because the food is 70% what I believe in and 30% the exercise. 
Yeah, absolutely. But what I love about Pilates and dance, it's very body aware. Um, often if uh, someone has, a patient has put on a lot of weight over the years, have lost that connection with their body. And Pilates is really aligning and, and, and it's wonderful for exercising without the risk of injury, really, um, because it's so connected. Yes, I think uh, Pilates is helping to put your organs into the right place because there's a lot of research shows when you're really sluggish during the day, working in a computer, your lung is compressed, your liver is shifting to another part. And Pilates is, uh, because you're all aligning your body, the, the certain um, organs can be put back into the right direction and they, they, they're able to function 100% or even 90% more than before. And dance, what I... I think my biggest belief in dance that it's a therapy, and as soon as you're, uh, it, especially in my dance uh, dance classes, we improvise. Improvisation is the hardest part in a dance choreography. When somebody asks you just to dance, it's very difficult because many people will say, "Oh, I don't know how," but it's all within us. So dancing is as soon as you you understand that how your body can move. You're using all your capability. It brings out confidence in you. As soon as you're confident, you accept your body. And even if it can change, you're losing weight because you start to get even happier. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that dance is movement and it's your spirit coming out of your body. I, I, I love how you can just lose yourself in the music and it doesn't feel like exercise. Often the word exercise has negative connotations like it's hard work. But when you're dancing, absolutely. the reason why I really buy into dance is it's effortless. So you just lose yourself with the music and it's very emotionally rewarding. And if you have a tendency to emotionally eat, you can find pleasure in being rewarded emotionally from movement and dance and connecting with your body into the music and finding that flow within your joints and muscles. Absolutely, absolutely. And I have learned, uh, it's called Groove, a dance from a dance teacher who has been uh, suffering from anorexia all in her life. And she's been very skinny and she always had an issue with anorexia. And uh, she's, she's from New York. Uh, and she started to realize that as soon as she puts a music on and she starts to dance, she's not thinking about how her body looks or she's fat or she's skinny. And she, she started to realize that she is actually doing therapy on herself. Mm -hmm. And now she's, she's spreading, it's called Groove. She's spreading this brilliant idea that doesn't matter how you look, you can dance. And dance is your own therapy. You can dance anywhere. You can dance on the street. You can dance in your living room. It doesn't matter. Just you're moving. And that's what is important. And your body reacts. Your brain creates a new pathways. And that pathways can be happier than before. And your body is changing. And, and I think dance always had uh, a therapy and a miracle touch to it. And we forget about dancing, really. Yeah. Because we, we want to, you know, we, um, I don't want to create bad connotation to, for example, Zumba. But what I see in people, they all go to these classes. First, they lose weight because obviously they start to move. However, when you're doing the same, same movement and the same choreography, the body gets used to it and it's no challenge in there. And the fat starts to get built up. So you, the, the excess fat. 
And that's why I think choreography is perfect when you don't believe in yourself. And, but after that, let them fly. And improvisation gives you this flying belief that, that you're able to dance without someone telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's about finding your voice and, and feeling empowered. And I, I love that. But you also mentioned on your website that dancing can help rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, Parkinson's, dementia, Alzheimer's and other general rem- movement restrictions. I mean, it's, it's quite a big claim, but tell us more about that. Yes, uh, I worked with uh, one of a very, very um, fully respected uh, ballet master. His name is Andrew Greenwood, and he lives in Holland, who created this uh, movement. Um, there, there are certain movements which he realized with his research that Parkinson, Alzheimer's sufferers, and MS sufferers responding perfectly well. And uh, these movements are combined with the music because music is very important for the brain. So the brain reacts to certain music, especially for dementia people who will be suffering from dementia, early dementia. When you, when you start to move uh, through a certain music, it creates a new pathways in the brain and able to not reduce, but able to, to slow down the dementia progress. So I have seen a class in Holland who they taught Parkinson patients and a certain exercises are very specifically created classes and those certain exercises actually slow down the Parkinson shakiness and the person does not need as much as medication on a day when they dance. So it has a proven, huge proven benefit of uh, these dance classes, but uh, these classes are, you can see it on my, on my web, website, the dancehealthalliance.org.uk, those are specifically created for uh, Parkinson's patients, Alzheimer's patients, and MS patients, and dementia patients, because it has to have a certain uh, flowy movement, and of course, a lot of improvisation again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of your clients have injuries that they've sustained in the past, golfing injuries, rugby injuries. And I'm very interested to hear a little bit more about how your physical injuries were healed through dance. It's it, it really healed via Pilates because I, I used Pilates as a rehabilitation. That time Pilates was uh, not as popular as nowadays. And uh, they never used it in a fitness environment. It's always been in Pilates uh, this very specific uh, Pilates um, studios. So um, he created many, many exercises in a wonder chair, in, in a Cadillac, and a lot of sort of um, certain way how you can repair yourself. However, when I see clients and they're coming to my Pilates classes, for example, I have pers- people who are uh, suffering um, diastasis recti, when the um, abdominal wall is separated. And it's not just, actually, I have to remind people that it's not just women suffering from there. It's guys as well starting to suffer from there because of the lack of posture, the uh, no strengthening at the abdominal wall, and they start to do very heavy exercises. And unfortunately, the wall is not able to keep the, uh, the intestine, and it just opens up. So I met recently with many, many guys who are suffering from that. It's called DR, diastasis recti. 
And with Pilates, there are certain exercises which I can help them and uh, repair that wall. So the wall is getting stronger and stronger. That's one of them. Or I have one client who has fibromyalgia, which is a very uh, difficult um, problem because the body is always in pain. And uh, my client told me that when she's doing Pilates class, she's able to push through the day without less medication because Pilates is it's used to call contrology. She's controlling her body and it's not the pain which is controlling her, which is very interesting for me because uh, she's in so much pain that actually the pain is controlling her body. And when she starts to do Pilates, she's overcoming and she's already the boss. So that's, a, that's, that's very useful for her. Yes. Oh, I had many shoulder injuries, uh, rotator cuff injuries, which is very often happens. And all the um, circling and all the specific exercise in Pilates is able to rehabilitate those injuries. Um, yeah, and that's that's actually a very good point because um, a lot of sports uh, injuries don't get healed easily um, and uh, often inaction makes the problem worse. So movement is, is the way forward. But I like the bit on your website where you say physical inactivity contributes to one in 10 deaths in the UK. This is equal yeah. to smoking and costs the UK economy 8.7 billion a year. And it's the fourth largest cause of disease and disability in the UK. That's an incredible statistic. Yes, yes. And unfortunately, I, I always look at um, the generations at the moment that it's no prevention. And I hope I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing uh, for children classes, dance classes, but it's not just that, the Pilates classes as well, because as Pilates told himself that if, if the children start to do Pilates in early age, we can prevent so many injuries and problems in adulthood. And I can see it. I can see the children already, the posture is very poor. The children are not active during the day. And um, so, yes, I totally agree that the people are realizing very late in age 35 and they have 35 years, totally non-active lifestyle. Then age 35, they start to do exercise very harshly in the gym or somewhere else. And that's when all the injuries coming into their life because they, they've never been controlled before. They've never done any exercises. So it is a big problem, especially in the UK, that uh, children never taught how to move properly. And then in later on, when people realizing and the GP told them that, you know, you need to start to exercise and change your diet, it affects their body so harshly that they start to get injured and they, got, they start to get sicker than beforehand. Mm -hmm. And you've also worked with Diane Amons on the introducing dance for older people and you've got this amazing program and I love the work that you're doing there. Tell us about that. Older, for the elder generation, because uh, either we have, we have dancers, older, older dancers, who so they can't dance anymore because they're out of the, the, uh, the industry, or we have elderly people who they're they not able to, to move that much. And uh, all those people actually... Um, there's no market for them. They, they can't really move. So we're creating a dance class for them 
that these can come. We create a nice peace for them. And uh, sometimes we even work with, uh, with teenagers, combine the two classes, and uh, create a choreography with uh, teenagers and elderly people. And this, uh, it's, it's a beautiful synchronization of the two when the young ones and the old ones are creating a piece. And you can see the effect from both sides, for example. Mm-hmm. So the, the young ones really inspired from the elderly one and, and vice versa. I think that's great that you've catered to this market because, as you said, no one else is is really considering the, the needs. And um, I, I feel that we have a duty of care to our elderly to make sure they're still fit, mobile, he- happy and healthy. And the benefits of dance and Pilates for this age group in particular are really profound, I feel. Yes, I, I think uh, the, the biggest issue here that it's no no prevention for, for people. So we do have the exercises, we have the tool, but we don't really have the tool and the understanding that prevention is more important than just doing exercise. And this is, this is what we really forget and that's why I'm really passionate about Pilates and dance because Pilates is the prevention and dance is the exercise. If you combine the two, you can, you can look at it this way as well. Amazing. So for those who are listening, how can we get in touch with you? And are you doing any workshops or seminars that you'd like to point us to? Yes, my website is uh, www.danceandpilates.co.uk or my other one is dancehealthalliance.org.uk and we are going to planning uh, to have workshops on 2nd of March. It's going to happen in my place in uh, West London, where I'm inviting homeopaths and um, I'm going to help with people with posture issues or any injuries to give them advice via Pilates. And we're going to have uh, posture analysis, then we're going to have food advice, nutrition advice, any, any issues with health, with natural health or natural healing, it can offer to people who they, they want to heal via exercise or via taking herbs or changing their diet. And this is going to happen on 2nd of March from 11 till 7 in my place. You can get in contact with me on my website and I can give you more information about it. Adrienne, that's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. And thank you for sharing your inspiring insights, helping the Urban Health Podcast, keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful.